A true to yourself victory plus from the ravages of cancer to now being a winner on tour. Plus NB is unbelievable. All coming up fairways of life worldwide. Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world. The fairways of life show on air online and around the world with the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, Taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. I think I would have, hopefully, this happened sooner. Um, but you just never know when you're going to win. You just never know when um, you know it's going to be your time. You just got to continue to work hard day in and day out, and, and that's what I do. And I get frustrated sometimes. I don't see the results I want, and I think that's that leads to inconsistent play. Championships, Dell Technologies match play. We also had Joel Damon etching victory yesterday, and Joel Damon's path to a winner, being a winner on the PGA Tour, is an incredible one. We're going to talk about that in just a second. And as you heard me teasing in the open of the show, Inby Park is unbelievable. She did it again. She finishes at 14 under par. She said afterwards that she looked upon the week at the Kia Classic as getting ready for the ANA inspiration this week with a major championship uh, in their sights. Yet she wins by five strokes. And uh, honestly, it wasn't even close. Her play is unbelievable. When you see the the athletes that play the game today, I don't care what tour it is, and you see how physical they are, you see how strong they are, you see how hard they swing. Uh, When it comes to the LPGA, you, you look at players like the Cordes sisters or, say, Lexi Thompson, who are strong athletes and tall and have a big arc in their swing. And then you look at how Inby Park does it. The way she lays it up looks almost vertical and drops it in. It's really an incredible victory. So, too, was it for Billy Horschel. Now, I was looking around for, I guess you could say, perspective on this win by Billy because I've always been a big fan of, of Billy Horschel. Uh, his golf swing to me is one of my favorites on the PGA Tour. But I remember, gosh, it was years ago. It was probably when he won the FedEx Cup. It may have been well before that, too. I don't remember when it was. It was that long ago. But Billy was on with us, and I was it, like we always do. I was trying to get to know him a little bit better, and I was going down this road of asking Billy Horschel about he clearly he comes across as having a lot of type A tendencies. Is that fair? I don't mean that to be disparaging. If it's not what I mean, I just mean about being true to yourself and who you are. And I was I was talking to him about, you know, basically saying, do you see yourself as type A? And he was like, no, 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 mellow guy. And, I, and I'm like, really? I said, when you're when you're driving down the highway, and you know you're cruising along, you're, you're doing you're going you know pretty good rate, and somebody passes you on the left. Maybe they shouldn't have. I don't know. Is there a little competition there? Do you got to speed up a little bit? I mean, if some, someone's riding your tail, you get out of the lane and then they start to go past you. Like, what's going Is there any anything? He was like, I forget how he phrased it, Don, but he was like, yeah, you know, I, I could see where that would, yeah, that would, that would impact me a little bit. So that's what I'm saying. I think that I think Billy Horschel is one of these guys that would compete over, uh, you know, who could eat more Cheerios. I just think that's, that's his nature. And with this win, 
he basically said he went back to who he was. And so I was looking around at a different perspective on it, and I like this one from Ben Everill. This is from PGATour.com. And he, and he writes, Billy Horschel buries match play demons to take title in Austin. 2014 FedEx Cup champion now has six tour wins after WGC Dell Technologies match play victory. And then he says, a, a subtitle again, Billy Horschel versus Scotty Scheffler highlights from WGC Mel Dell match play. You can find us on pjtour.com. He writes, Billy Horschel vowed that he wouldn't let it happen again. He was sick of match play getting the best of him when deep down he knew it was a format made for him. This time it would be different. To get to how Billy Horschel won the 2021 World Golf Championships match play, which he did beating Scotty Scheffler 2-1-1 in Sunday's final at the Austin Country Club, we must first go back to how he lost it in previous tries. In 2014, when the tournament was a straight elimination format, Horschel had destroyed the higher-seeded Jamie Donaldson 6-5 in his first-round match and was cruising against Jason Day in the second round. He was three up at the turn, and Day had just sent his drive on the 10th into a cactus, forcing an unplayable penalty while Horschel sat in the fairway. About five minutes later, after three putting from 40 feet, Horschel had halved the hole. A previously dejected day sparked up and forged a comeback, forcing a playoff before winning on the 22nd hole. Day would go on to win the tournament. At Harding Park in San Francisco a year later, with the new group format, Horschel made light work of Brant Snedeker and Jason Duffner over the first two days, setting up a winner-take-all showdown with Rory McIlroy. He had a chance to win from 12 feet on the 18th hole, but you guessed it, he missed. To that, he said, I was two up against Rory with two to play. Rory trained like a 45-footer on 17. Uh, the, the fact checkers checked that and said it was 26 feet, four inches. And birdied 18, and then he won two holes later. So that was an opportunity lost there, end quote from Billy Horschel, other than the comment about the fact check. McElroy went on to win that tournament too. In 2019, now at Austin Country Club, Horschel opened against Jordan Spieth. Like Scheffler, Spieth is a Texan who played at the University of Texas in Austin. He was the clear crowd favorite. But when Horschel birdied four of his first six holes to set up a three-up lead, they went pretty quiet. He lost the lead three holes later, but managed to rebound to a two-up lead with three to play. Then he bogeyed 16 and 19 in the, to tie the match. I, I assume 19 they went into some playoff. Otherwise, that's a typo. Still to come, Friday. He knew a win against Kevin Na would keep him alive, and the pair were square with four to play. He lost three straight holes. Na didn't win the tournament, but he did get into the final eight. To that, he said, I had my opportunities. I didn't finish off matches. So to be able to do it this week, it makes this win sweeter. To that, what was the change? What was the vow that allowed this Billy Horschel to get out of the group with Colin Morikawa, J.T. Poston, and Max Homa via a playoff in the latter case, and then pass Kevin Streelman, Tommy Fleetwood via a playoff, and Victor Perez before taking out Scheffler. So it was this change in mindset to go from the passive to the aggressive. And again, in my interpretation, to be true to oneself. 
because the passive mindset, back to Ben Stern, the passive mindset wasn't working for him. And so the vow was simple. First, play the course, not the man. Second, if the moment came, be smart, but keep the foot down. Third, move on from mistakes quickly. These came to life in the championship match, holding a two-up lead coming down the par 5-12th. Horschel watched Scheffler's second shot find water. So he took the smart yet conservative play of laying up. Then, when it came time for his wedge, Horschel smelled blood in said water and took dead aim going for the kill. It was the right mindset, but the wrong execution. As the ball bounded past the pin and into a bunker that he wouldn't get up and down from, Scheffler though, did take advantage rather than dwell on the negative Horschel moved on. As Scheffler tried to find a way to cut into the lead, Horschel held firm even when he once again overcooked a wedge at the 16th, knowing a birdie would have ended the match. He shook it off and he chipped brilliantly to preserve his lead. A hole later, the 2014 FedEx Cup champion was a six-time PGA Tour winner. It turns out a spring vacation with his family last week where he left his clubs at home went a long way to allowing him to stay in the correct mindset. To that, he said, mentally, it was key. I needed it. I needed a little mental reboot, and that's what I got, he said of the trip. We went back to where I grew up in Melbourne, spent some time with my cousin and her kids and my aunt and my uncle, and we all had my boat down there and just spent time in the water, fishing, tubing, just water every day. I don't think I've been on a family vacation ever that didn't have clubs involved. So everyone had a great time, and I'm sure there'll be more of this after seeing the success that I've had this weekend, quote. The victory moved Horschel within reach of another FedEx Cup title as he flew up to seventh in the season-long standings and back into the top 20 in the world, he's now 17th, for the first time since July of 2015. He was as low as 98th in July 2018, but now feels... He's where he belongs and desires to climb to even greater heights. Horschel is also fully aware that this is a Ryder Cup year. For now, Cup team or not, he's plenty happy. And for the first chance for a leg of that Grand Slam comes at Augusta National in less than two weeks' time. And Ben writes, don't count him out. You can find that at PGA Tour dot com from Ben Ever. I thought it was an excellent article. And as you could tell, I was jumping over the quotes because those are quotes that you're going to hear from Billy Horschel today. You're also going to hear a story from Joel Damon that I think is amazing because for Joel, it was a journey. And it's a journey that if, if for those of you that have been with us listening on the radio side and now radio and television, It's a journey that you guys took with Joel. Andrew, we have the clip from Joel, right, after after his win? All right, here's here's a clip for Joel immediately following the victory. This is kind of an appetizer to pick up where we're going. Played great, um, and I've never had a a spurt where I've missed this many cuts before, so I was, I'm not going to say panicking, but uh, we were... Thankfully, I have a great team around me. Uh, Coach Rob Rochelle, John Rehorn helps me out a ton. Um, that I just, we, we didn't change anything. We didn't go looking for solutions. We just kind of stuck to the plan, and um, they told me to be patient, and uh, it worked out. It worked out indeed for Joel Damon. He ended up finishing a 12 under par with a final round of 70 in very tough conditions, although I did know and like 
that because it was so windy, Joel couldn't wear his traditional bucket hat. He had, had a baseball cap on. But when he went to the press conference, he put his bucket cap back on. He finished by one shot over Sam Ryder and Rafael Campos at 11 under par. Uh, Graham McDowell was uh, 10 under par, tied for fourth alongside of Glillick, uh, 10 under as well. It's tied for sixth at scores of nine under par, Swafford and Grillo. Eighth place alone, uh, Danny Willett. Tied for ninth at seven under par, Garnett, uh, Martin, Ben Martin, a Sig, and Straka, Sep Straka on that one. And that gives you your top 10 uh, from the Corrales Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship. As I mentioned to you on the LPGA at the Kia Classic, a rounds of 66, 69, 69, and 70 for NB Park saw her finish on 14 under par. And that was a full five shots clear of second place, which belonged to Amy Olson and Lexi Thompson, two players that epitomize uh, the description I was giving you of the modern athlete on any tour. Big, tall, strong, huge arc, hits the ball a long way. They both, both finished five shots behind in B Park. Uh, Jin Young Ko finished in eighth place, alone in fourth. Hujun Kim uh, and Minji Lee both finished at seven under par in a tie for fifth. Six under par. Interesting uh, group with Lewis Kang and Sue. And then t- tied for 10th at five under par. Uh, there we find Nellie Corda and Brooke Henderson. All of this, of course, as I give you these names, to try to read into current form as we head into the ANA this week. It is a really big week. Uh, coming up this week. On the Corn Ferry Tour, it was the Club Car Championship at the Landings Club in Savannah, Georgia, and it was won in a playoff. Uh, Adam Svensson winning uh, at 17 under par through regulation, but winning with, with a four on the, on the second hole over Max McGreevy. Uh, McGreevy finishing thus in second. Tie for third uh, went to Cunningham, Tutton, Coletta. Sixth place, uh, Taylor Moore at 15 under par. Seventh place, Yuan and Armstrong, both at 14 under. Dow also at 14 under par. And then 10th place, a pretty good-sized group here. Uh, Stanger, Vanderland, Griffin, Yates, and Graserman all finishing at 13 under par. Vanderbilt as well, probably the best grouping of, of names uh, tied for 10th of all time. So that was what happened on the Corn Ferry Tour. So it was a great week of golf, and... We're going to rebuild some of the stories and the significance of the same for you this morning in the Fairways of Life show. Delighted to have your company from wherever you're joining us. BenHoganGolf.com. They've got some big news coming out. I'll give you that hint, hint, hint. Log on to BenHoganGolf.com. When you have a chance, I know a lot of people are still working at home. You need a break every now and then. Peruse the internet and see their wonderful product. It, to me, it's they are works of art. First and foremost, they are absolute works of art. But then after that, they're packed with technology. So it's almost to a point where they take the technology. There's, there's kind of different schools of thought in club design. Do you take the technology and you make it apparent? You make it obvious? Or do you take the technology and you make a club that looks very much like the club you want to play? Top line, the way the sole looks, but it is absolutely packed with, with technology that will help you play better. Longer, higher, higher launch angle. You'll see what I'm talking about if you log on to BenHoganGolf.com and you can see it for yourself. Really excited about the next segment because when we come back, we're going to talk about a journey 
from not really sure if he was going to be able to pay his bills to now being a winner on the PGA Tour. It is a remarkable path, and that path was marked by the ravages of cancer. We'll explain after this. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit French Lick. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgestone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, I made superior product. So I did. I came back, and I started playing with the Bridgestone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgestone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Even though we're in Texas, we don't believe that bigger is always better. At Ben Hogan Golf, we believe in something called micromanufacturing, a concept Mr. Hogan taught us long ago. It's a belief that handcrafting golf clubs one at a time to your exacting specifications is the reason we make some of the best quality and best performing equipment in the world. And we don't believe in big prices. That's why we only sell directly to you at BenHoganGolf.com. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain on the golf course? You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers. But now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to BioFit360.com. Feel better, do better, be better. Hi, I'm Brian Hammonds. You country club members can now represent your club and compete in a Ryder Cup-style event. The inaugural Country Club National Championship presented by Fuzzy's Ultra Premium Vodka. It's October 12th through the 17th at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. The field is limited, so don't delay. For more information, go to ccncgolf.com. That's ccncgolf.com. I hope to see you and your team in Orlando. Streamsong is so special with three top 100 U.S. courses designed by four legendary architects. Tom Doak's Blue Course, Bill Corr and Ben Crenshaw's Red Course, and Gil Hansen's Black Course. Secluded by thousands of acres, the greatest golf stories are lived, not told. Streamsongresort.com
Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Monday, recapping everything that took place in the world of golf over the days that were passed. And it was a great week of golf. If you, if you love to have wall-to-wall golf once we get to tournament proper on a Thursday, in this case, it started on Wednesday. And with that, the PGA Tour radio coverage this week was hosted by Earl Forsey and Dennis Paulson. And you know what? It's a long week. It's a great deal of golf. And when it's all said and done, you got to fight your way through it all, where Billy Horschel did just that. Well, Matt, thanks. It's always a long week. Five days of golf, World Golf Championships, Dell Technologies match play. Dennis Paulson was alongside that title match. It was kind of a grind Sunday between Billy Horschel and Scotty Scheffler. And maybe some signs there late from Scheffler that the, the long week took its toll. And Billy Horschel did just enough to win the Dell Technologies match play, Dennis. Yeah, no question. Um, not a single putt birdie putt was hold in that championship match when you look at it the conditions were tough the chip in for billy at at number five seemed like to be the big thing the biggest dagger was at at every you know scotty was struggling with his t-ball a little bit found the fairway there at 14 hit a great shot in there about five feet and he missed that putt to the right he missed the putt a big putt at 12 to the right he missed the putt the only putt that he missed left was a misread there at number 11 where both putt players missed it to the left. Everything else was to the right. So didn't put the ball in the fairway, hit a lot of putts to the right, and that was really the difference. Neither one of them really had their game, and I think the reason why I enjoyed it so much is that how is a player going to react when they don't have their game? Golf is easy when you're playing well, Earl, and it gets really tough when you don't have it. And these guys both battled very, very difficult conditions today to kind of have the, the the situation that we had but it was a tough golf course congratulations to billy yeah and for billy horschel now look it's been since 2017 since his last individual win he had that uh, team win 2018 uh at the zurich classic of new orleans teaming up with scott piercy so how much does this mean now he's back in the win column as an individual and for fedex cup champion this is his first world golf championships win yeah, and for the FedEx Cup champion to get back inside the top 10 and be a factor now, I think he's moved all the way up to 7th in FedEx Cup points. You know, he almost won the World Golf Championships event, the uh, Workday Championship, just about a month ago. So he's moving in the right direction right now, and he's so excited about the things that him and his teacher are doing. They're really close. He said he still didn't have his golf swing, but you know what? He played golf today. He didn't swing golf. He played golf, and that's what it was all about. He hit a couple of shots that could have really turned the tide, but he hung in there with those two wedges that he hit over the green and didn't end up losing those holes. So I, I give him a lot of credit for him to hang in there and stay positive. Billy Horschel hangs on for the win, the Dell Technologies match play, and Matt, we stay in the Lone Star State, the Texas two-step to San Antonio next week for the Valero Texas Open. Gents, thank you very much for what you do. PGA Tour Radio can be heard week in and week out on the PGA Tour app. You can also hear it on PGATour.com, both of those places for free and worldwide. Or if you pay for the satellite subscription service, Sirius XM in North America. All right, so Scotty Scheffler put up a great fight. And I'm starting to wonder, uh, first of all, Scotty Scheffler seems to step up in big events. And yeah, because it's match play and it's fun to do this, none of it's cast in stone, obviously, at this point, but this is a Ryder Cup year. And I'm curious about Scotty Scheffler. I I would love to have Billy Horschel on the U.S. Ryder Cup team. I've always said that for the reasons we were talking about earlier in segment one, 
the, the, the fire in him. Dom just told me in my earpiece that he moved up to 11th in the standings. But I think Scotty Scheffler would be a pretty cool addition as well with the way that he's playing. He's still young, so there's a lot of opportunity there. I'm just wondering in Scotty Scheffler if we're starting to watch the emerging next, maybe, define as you please, superstar in the game of golf. So following his defeat, here is what Scotty Scheffler reflected on. Yeah, I think I'm proud of the way I fought all week. Um, my game was trending in the right direction pretty much the entire time. And, um, you know, this this afternoon was really the first um, first time I didn't feel like I played my best. Or not didn't play my best. I think this afternoon was probably my worst round out of the last, you know, four, I think. And so, I mean, I, I grinded it out. I fought really hard, and I just wasn't able to make the putts this afternoon. Um, I just couldn't get really get anything going. I got a few weird breaks at the beginning of the round and then uh, a few silly shots here and there and just didn't make the putts. A um, couple of misreads, you know. Um, can't really put my finger on it. It's just, you know, it's golf. It's a hard game. You can't always play your best. But um, I did what I could with what I had today. It just uh, wasn't enough. Yeah, I think um, early in my career, I've already seen myself perform in big moments and big events. And I look forward to continuing to continuing to do that uh, far into the future. I think uh, this week is definitely a little bit of a confidence boost. I'm obviously unhappy with how it finished, but definitely some confidence moving into the next two events. Yeah, it seemed like uh, Scotty got a, it seemed a little nervy uh, in, in the championship match yesterday and, and evidenced by the, the miss to the left and all that went with it. Now, what about the story of Joel Damon? Dom, how many years ago... How long ago was it that we had Joel on the Fairways of Life show? Obviously, it was the radio side only then, but when we had Joel on for the first time, do you, do you recall? His first interview with us was in, in 2016. He was part of one of our earlier groups of our Beyond the Rope series on the front end, and he first came to my attention around 2014. He won a couple times on PGA Tour Canada, and obviously he had been battling cancer prior to that. So I was kind of I had like a little eyeball on him, and then when he won on the on the Canadian tour, I was like, mm, he might be a kind of a cool guy to get to know. And I'm really glad we did. A really cool story too, considering the fact that uh, Dom just alluded to the fact that Joel himself overcame cancer. His brother had cancer. They lost their mother to cancer. So Joel's perspective, if you see him as a guy that seems really chill and really fun and and maintains this perspective that it's not just about the golf, it's about literally living life, uh, he is that guy. He, he's told us many times over the years that it changed his view of things. I, I guess from the standpoint of saying that, sure, golf is, a, is his profession, and golf obviously is important, but it's not the most important. And, and Dom, I think if, if you could encapsulate the path that we've shared with him in terms of having this opportunity to speak to him as, as he started his ascent. I guess I would say it's kind of the quintessential story of what you wanted the Beyond the Rope series to be, right? The way that we get to know a player when, I don't know, is it, is it safe to say that he was kind of struggling just to make sure he could pay his bills? Absolutely it was. Um, when we first started talking to him in 2016, he was... Nobody knew who he was. Like I said, I mentioned he had won a couple times on the Canadian tour, uh, and that was it. And he was just getting his card and learning how to play at the highest level. And that's really hard to do 
And that's one of the things I like our Beyond the Rope series. It introduces you guys. You get to know these guys as players, as people, and what it's like for not the top ten on tour. And for those folks, it can be really difficult. And uh, we have a clip, Andrew, that you can play. This is from an interview in, in 2017 that we did with Joel Damon. And this was right after he finished tied for ninth at the Byron Nelson in 2017. He was actually playing in the final round with, alongside, Dustin Johnson at the time, who Whoa. he beat, by the way, one-on-one -on -one in that particular round. Dustin didn't win the tournament. But this clip here from him is what that did for him and his family just to finish tied for ninth. I mean, we just, I just I'm sitting here with my girlfriend and the text came through that I made $195,000 and almost started crying. And that is just like mind boggling to us that like four days, I mean, I know it's been a lot longer effort to get there, but four days of actual work um, produces that number. It's silly. Um, so yeah, I, we're still kind of wrapping our minds around what happened. I know that it sounds silly. It was only a, a T9, but um, it kind of changes changes our, our perspective going forward. A lot of people think that the PJ Tour means you're like an instant millionaire. And it's not it. I mean, I, my, my earnings this year, I think, were like twenty three or $24,000. And, uh, like, that's not enough to pay the bills, to be honest. Obviously, we have some off-court stuff that, that does pay the bills, but... Uh, it was just huge for us at this time. I mean, we were we, we were living paycheck to paycheck, uh, and so this gives us kind of breathing room for for the next. I mean, basically the rest of the year for us, the way that we live our lives, and at a huge stepping stone. Um, obviously, in, in, in the golf year, to keep playing well, and, and hopefully a couple more of these finishes, and, and you never know what happens. Whoa, Dom, that's unbelievable. We were living paycheck to paycheck. He just said. Well, another thing, another kind of anecdote from that particular interview. He was at the airport. He had just finished his round at the Byron Nelson when we were speaking with him. Hmm. And I spoke to him after that interview when he was still at the airport. And he was talking about how prior to that event, he was like at an airport, you know, one of those fish restaurants they have in like every corridor, just sitting at a table with his girlfriend, almost crying. He mentioned in that piece that they were living paycheck to paycheck. His income was $20,000. They were wondering. They were almost living out of their car, and they were like, do I want to keep playing golf? Is, does this even make sense? Why are we doing this? And then the next week, that happens. And he talked about there what it meant and what it means and how it changes his life. And essentially, it bought them a year or two more of trying this. And then we spoke to him recently Matt, um, I think in January, he joined us on this show in our new little visual medium here. If you're not watching, you can Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. You can see us in all those places on our TV side now. Um, and he spoke to us in January. And you can see, you can, we can all slowly see the maturation of Joel Damon, Matt, because he's, he was, he, his confidence was growing. He knew he could compete out there. He knew he was close to getting that victory. He knew that the relationship you have, you see right there with this caddy, Gino, that was hmm. yesterday after they won. He was crying. They were hugging each other. Very special relationship, by the way. They're childhood friends. Uh, he's just such a cool guy from start to finish. And, um, Matt, I think we should probably play here this piece from January Definitely. Uh, when we had Joel on 
when he talked about how, how much closer he feels to being able to win. And this is just a couple months ago. I think we, we better let the, the audience know, too, if you watch over Joel's right shoulder, you see Mark Hubbard, who they were rooming together that week, and he's waving away. So when you see someone in the background, that's another PGA Tour player, which, which is a reflection of the character of these guys and how cool they actually are. Here's that piece Don was talking about. It can come any week uh, right now for me. I mean, I, yeah. I've knocked on the door several times now. Um, I, I want to be in that position. Maybe the first time or two I was kind of around it, I was scared. Uh, you know, it's an unknown thing. It's, it's scary, uh, when you're on Sunday or on the weekend, even, you know, kind of around the lead. And I'm comfortable with that now. Like I expect to see my name at the top of the leaderboard. I expect myself to be, you know, in the top 10. And I, if I just keep giving myself opportunities, I am definitely going to win. And I believe it's going to happen sooner than later. I was, I don't know. I was a little surprised it didn't happen last year, I guess, but, um, We'll just blame the old shortened season. We'll just do that. So uh, I fully expect I'm going to win soon. And I think when I win one, I might win a couple more. Uh, kind of like Kevin Nolley's last four years. You know, it took him a while to break through for a second win. Yeah. And now he's pretty good. So I am I fully believe I can. I've envisioned it. Um, and it's going to happen. And it did happen. It happened this weekend, Matt. The, the last thing I'll say, I, I sent some stuff out on social media yesterday about it. And I, this, for me personally, having d- done this show with you for 15 years, and the, the th- we've literally done 10,000 interviews, and we've gotten to know a lot of players over the years. I don't think I've ever been happier for a player <laughs> than I was as happy as how happy I was for Joel when he won yesterday. Yeah. Watching him hug his wife, watching him hug Gino, the, like, the, the absolute relief and emotion in his face. Uh, it, it just it was really it was just so cool to see him win and to and to sort of be with him on this journey, uh, you know, from cancer survivor and the, the the tough times his family's gone through to, you know, the brutal mini tours, Canadian tour uh, and, and, and beyond. It's just been really cool to sort of be along with him for the journey. And this is everything I hope the Beyond the Rope series would be. I mean, look at that picture. Look at how happy if you're watching on the TV side. I mean, it looks like he just won the Masters. He couldn't. It's just awesome. It's just awesome, man. As he said, so freaking hard to win on the PGA Tour. And what Don was talking about, uh, it it was one of the rare occasions where, for me personally, I was watching it and I had a smile ear to ear because of the way that they were all weeping on the, the green after the victory was incredible. Now, where I guess it's in keeping with the name of the show, Fairways of Life, right? But he had missed seven of eight cuts to this point. And it shows you the peaks and valleys once again. It also shows you how close tour players are all the time to being able to win an an event that had a great field on top of everything else. And so after the win, put the bucket hat back on again, sat down with the media. Here's Joel Damon's thoughts, now a winner on the PGA Tour. I don't know if it was that exciting for me. Uh... (laughs) I was so in control. I felt calm all week. Uh, that front nine was easy for me. Um, you know, I lipped out a couple of putts. You could, couldn't even been better for me. But, uh, yeah, that the last couple of those are so hard. 16, 17, 18, um, into the wind, long, tough. I hit 4-iron 16, 4-iron 17, 4-iron 18. But uh, 
I don't I got it on the green and I wasn't even thinking that that Rafa could um, tie me I was just trying to figure out how to two putt somehow um, and he had a great shot in there and somehow his putt missed I don't know how that one missed but um, those things happen when you win um, I've I've been close a couple times but uh, the breaks didn't quite go my way and today they definitely went my way for sure the last two months, the start of this year has been pretty was pretty bleak for me. Um, for a guy who prides himself on making a bunch of cuts, I mean, the last after my rookie year, I really played great. Um, you know, the last four years have been pretty easy going. They've been easy for me. Um, I mean, not easy, but I, I've played great, um, and I've never had a, 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 a spurt where I've missed this many cuts before. So I was, I can say, panicking, but uh, we were. Thankfully, I have a great team around me. Uh, Coach Robichelle, John Rehorn helps me out a ton. Um, that I just, we, we didn't change anything. We didn't go looking for solutions. We just kind of stuck to the plan, and um, they told me to be patient, and uh, it worked out. I feel like they say the easiest time to get your second one is the week. I mean, obviously, I'm playing well, um, but I've, I, I, I like to have a good time, and Next week's as good as ever. I have the Masters off as well. I'm going to take the Masters off for my 33rd year in a row. Um, so I don't. I don't know. I we'll, we'll see how tonight goes and tomorrow goes. I don't. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I, I, I know it hasn't sunk in yet. Uh, I mean, I was pretty emotional there after after the putt went in. Uh, obviously, hug Gino. Wife came running out. I mean, that's what that's what we dream about, right? I mean, you see it all the time. You see it every week. Um, you know, and I've been at this 111 events, so uh, I mean, I was more than due. Like, I've I've been a pretty solid player out here for a couple of years now, and I was I was due for a win. Um, yeah, it hasn't sunk in. I don't. I mean, it, I think that there'll be a lot of validation on on that I can close one out. Um, that I can, you know, I mean. That yeah, I I think that I don't know if it gets easier. I hope it gets easier because. That was really hard, <laughs> uh, and I was I, I I was calm. I really felt okay. I actually felt okay until I had a 12-inch tap in on 17, and I kind of finished out, and I like was shaking like pretty bad, and I had no issues all day, um, as far as like physically feeling stuff, and I couldn't feel my driver swing on 18. I don't know how my four iron got on the green, and I don't. It was uh, it was pretty wild, and if. Uh, I mean, it's a great, I mean, that's why we practice, right? That's why we have, you know, we put so many years and so much time into this and, and the sacrifices. So it hasn't quite hit me yet, but um, it's pretty darn cool. I mean, that feeling when the puck goes in on 18 is, is pretty cool. I've dreamed about that one for a while. Um, obviously, Adam, I, you, you know how much my wife means to me. Um, she worked two jobs uh, to pay rent when I was on the mini tours. I didn't, I didn't have any money. Um, she gave up her dreams to, to fulfill my dreams and help me out. Um, it was, there were some lean times for sure, but, uh, you know, she, she believed in me. Um, I don't know if our dreams were ever this big per se of, you know, making it five years on tour, um, getting a first win, uh, you know, just, it's, it's pretty special. And for Gino, I mean, I just, two dudes growing up together who were golf dorks, like, somehow winning on the PGA Tour, like, it was, uh, yeah, I, I, I really, I, I had planned the celebration so many times in my head, uh, it didn't quite go as I expected, it was a little, I couldn't believe he was crying, I thought he would be the tough guy, but, uh, he's put in a lot of time and effort, and he's believed in me, um, 
when no one else did. He took a, he quit, he, he had an eight month old kid at home to start caddying for me on the web tour. And somehow his wife let him. And uh, it's just special how much we've been through together, some lean times. And uh, the guy, I'm so lucky, he cares about more than any golf shot. I'll, he cares more about me than any golf shot I'll ever hit. Um, and then just to be able to do that together was, was pretty darn cool. I'm hoping it's the first of any more, but uh, I'm going to celebrate uh, like this will be the last one for sure. How awesome is that? That's why we do what we do, to bring those kind of stories to you. And I, all of us could not be happier. A deep congratulations to Joel Damon, now a winner and forevermore a winner on the PGA Tour. When we come back, we're going to continue down this pathway of players realizing How you define that may vary from one to another in terms of realizing, but Billy Horschel basically went back to the person that he was in terms of his mindset, his aggressiveness, putting the passive approach aside. He will explain. We'll hear from Billy Horschel after these words. First, touredge.com. Log on there and check out their beautiful 721 product. Yes, just like they've been doing, they have the C model and they have the E model. E is for extreme forgiveness. It has all the bells and whistles to make it easier for you to play the game at the best level you're capable of playing. And the C level, it stands for competition, which means it's still packed with technology. But when you set that down in a dress with the way that they did what they call the carbon wings around the ridgeback, it looks like art. Check it out and then feel comfort in knowing that they back their product with such confidence They have a lifetime warranty. Let that sink in for a second. TourEdge.com for the details, and they can be found everywhere fine clubs are sold, including the PGA Tour Superstore. We are extremely proud to represent the PGA Tour Superstore. They are the number one golf retailer for a reason. Uh, Yes, it does have something to do with the fact that PGATourSuperstore.com has a website with everything on it you could possibly be looking for in the game of golf. Yes, It has something to do with these massive stores that they've built, and they have over 40 of them spread out around the United States, all of that. But I think the real reason why they are the number one golf retail in America is because of their people. They are experts at what they do. And when you go into a PGA Tour superstore or log in online, pick it up curbside, whatever makes you comfortable, you know that the advice that you're getting is coming from an actual expert. And you want an expert to give you advice when you're going to spend the money to invest in new golf equipment. Yes, to make sure that you can have the greatest joy possible. Joy will be a theme that we will continue after these words. As the Fairways of Life show on this Monday, we'll come back after these words around the world. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses and they're all in one place... Would you believe me? Where is this special place? How far do I have to travel for this golfing nirvana? The answer could both surprise and delight you. It's right around the corner in the heartland of the country. It's Boyne Golf in Northern Michigan. It's a destination so special, so unique, that you'll think you're playing golf on a work of art along the cliffs of the Monterey Peninsula or the raw sweeping landscapes of Scotland. From elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled golf vacation experience. Log on to BoyneGolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone. 
from Kids Fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B. The Tour Ball. Reinvented. Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear. And where you get your golf gear matters. PJ Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PJ Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Monday, recapping everything that took place in the world of golf and the week that was, the week that will be, is a big one too. We have a major championship coming up in the days ahead. We'll be getting into that in more detail as our days ahead continue to unfold. First, as we look back, the win by Billy Horschel represented a lot of things. This is a player too, just like Joel, maybe not to the same extent, but in his heart and mind, he wasn't getting the results that he wanted. He was, in fact, searching. He broke through at the match play, and yes, as you heard DP and Earl talking about earlier in the program, uh, he got some breaks, but As Joel was telling us in the segment that just was, who wins on the PGA Tour that doesn't get some breaks somewhere, somehow? So for Billy Horschel, this was maybe the start of a new approach and mindset. At least it was a mindset that was very successful for him at the match play. I think I would have, hopefully this happened sooner, Um, but... You just never know when you're going to win. You just never know when, um, you know, it's going to be your time. You just got to continue to work hard day in and day out, and, and that's what I do. And I get frustrated sometimes that I don't see the results I want, and I think that's, that leads to inconsistent play. Um, but uh, this year I'm trying to have a little bit more um, not so focused on the results, more or less the process, and, and, and hopefully the results come from that. And I, I've done a good job, but it's just nice to be a WC uh, match play champion. Uh, I was close a, a month ago at concession. Uh, Colin played really well. Um, it just wasn't my time, and, and today just happened to be my time. I think you just got to understand it's going to be a roller coaster. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to 
have swings and matches where you think you're going to win a hole and, and um, you wind up tying or losing the hole. Uh, but you just got to understand that the next hole is a new, is a new opportunity to, to win a hole or um, and improve your standing. So uh, I've got the mentality that I'm never down and I'm never out until, until you tell me I can't play anymore. Uh, so I think that's a perfect mentality for match play. Um, I'm a bulldog. I, I fight hard. I never give up, and I always think I can win. I always think there's a way I can can get the job done, and and um, I think that mat, that mentality just allows me to play well in match play. It wasn't pretty. Uh, I feel sorry for the fans watching the coverage uh, because they didn't see any great golf shots or very few of them at that. Um, they saw a lot of sloppiness. They saw a lot of pars, uh, win holes, and. I think I made a birdie, and I'm not sure Scotty made a birdie. Um, you gave him one. Oh, I gave him one. On two. On two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, it, wasn't, it wasn't pretty at all, um, but it was just one of those days where you just knew you just had to keep grinding out, try and uh, give yourself the best opportunity to make easy pars, and hopefully that was going to get the job done. Um, I didn't have my great stuff. I don't think Scotty had his great stuff either this afternoon. It may have been a different story if, if Scotty was playing well. I may have had to try and press and, and find something more of myself to, to make some birdies because it was just tough out here. But, you know, I was lucky that the two guys I played today didn't miss some putts that they probably make on a regular basis, and, and, and I made mine. Mark Fooch worked for me for a little bit at the end of last year um, as I was transitioning to trying to find the new caddy. Um, and uh, one of the tournaments he was – we rode together pretty much every day to the course, and, and he asked me, what are, what are my goals in this game? What do I want to accomplish if, you know, to say, hey, I've, I felt like I've had a, uh, a good career. And, I mean, they're lofty. But I said if I could win five more times on the PGA Tour, that would be my goal. If I could get the double-digit wins and those five be four majors and the players. Um, you know, I've always felt like I, I, I want to be one of those guys that the few have, who have won a Grand Slam. I've never, I've only, I think I only have one top five in a major. So obviously I sound ridiculous saying this, but um, I think I have that talent. I know I have that talent. I just haven't played well enough and done what I needed to do. But I mean, the goals would be to win all four majors, win a players and, and make a Ryder Cup and President's Cup team um, in my career. And I think the other thing I would love to do is I would love to be a captain of a President's Cup or Ryder Cup team down the line. Um, I, I just love being part of a team. Uh, it's something that early on as a kid growing up, I don't think I enjoyed as much. Uh, but now as I've gotten older and you get to be around other people who want just as much as you, it's just a great um, fraternity to be a part of at that point. Is that awesome or what? Billy Horschel, after his victory yesterday at the match play, remember, it's a World Golf Championship event. There's so much about what Billy said there to the press that I loved. Uh, not the least of which is he's such an honest guy. The fact that he would share with the world, because when you share your goals with the world, especially at their level, you're going to have a lot of people taking shots at you. This kind of, who do you think you are? Blah, blah, blah. Can you believe this? Can you believe that? But when you look at the greats that have the courage to do it, and then they achieve it, it makes the accomplishment all the more sweeter. And I hope for Billy that he does achieve it. I hope to do the latter point that he was making about the Ryder Cup, I hope that works out for him too, because I think he would be a great addition to the United States Ryder Cup team just because of the, 
person that he is, the character that he is, the fire that he carries with him and what he does. I hope what you do goes well for you on this Monday. We'll be back with you again tomorrow. If we're spare, we're going to talk about a lot of things, including the ANA coming up this week, major start this week. And as you know, we're only days from the Masters as well. We're right in the heart of the season. I know at a time of year that for a lot of people, this kind of signifies the start of the golf season. And I hope it does for you too. I hope you get a chance to go out and enjoy the game. Today, for example, for those of you watching us in the UK, I know today is the first day that you can go out and get back on the golf course again. And I hope it is going well for you or goes well in retrospect. Thank you so much for your company, folks. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye for now.